Once you live in the 716, Buffalo sports is ingrained in your soul. No matter where you are, we always remember the roots that helped us grow. Don't let where you live or the people around you stop you from showing your Buffalo pride. Join us Buffalonians as we talk all things sports in the 716 on the Buffalo Loyal Podcast. Circles the way, like the Buffalo Bills. I'm your host, Nick English, alongside my co-host, Andrew Ogwich. No matter where we are, no matter the heartbreak, we will always remain Buffalo loyal. This is the Buffalo Loyal Podcast. Appreciate everyone for tuning in each and every week, coming to you on a Thursday night before the Bills play their final preseason game on the road against the Chicago Bears. Sean McDermott announced today that the starters will play. He didn't specify uh, for how long, but being the third last game, or, you know, excuse me, the last game, um, not sure we're going to see Josh Allen and Diggs and those guys for too long, but um, based on how they performed against the Steelers, um, it only makes sense that they probably get a little bit of work in before they open up on Monday night against the Jets in a few short weeks. Um, But before we talk about that game, we're going to go over the Pittsburgh Steelers game and what better person to talk about how they handled that day, considering uh, our nice, lovely other host, Andrew, uh, got to watch it with all of his Pittsburgh friends, and they kicked the shit out of the Bills last Saturday. Um, So, Andrew... Your thoughts on the game and uh, just the environment that you had to sit through last week <laughs> as you watched um, our offense, defense, everything just looked bad top to bottom. It didn't even look like uh, this team got off the bus and it showed with them beating us 27 to 15. Yeah, look, it, it wasn't uh, an ideal outing for the Buffalo Bills, uh, especially if you live in Pittsburgh, but that's why it's preseason, right? End of the day, score does not matter. Um, Not a big deal. This is still practice. This is preseason. Nothing matters yet at this point. Um, Would you have liked the team to look a a bit better and more put together? Sure. Right. But there's no game plans for these games. There's no, um, you know, scouting, anything like that. This team's going out there and it's, essentially an extension of practice. Uh, So that's what they were doing, right? They were practicing, Um, found things that they need to work on, right? Maybe found players that need to go in different order, different positions, stuff like that. They're trying things out, getting ready for week one against the New York Jets. Now, if they tranced out there in uh, in MetLife week one and looked like that, then yeah, let's, uh, let's sound the alarms. Let's be worried. Let's be concerned. But it's practice. It's preseason. Things are trying to come together, um, right? You got pl- players coming back from injury on the defense, new defensive call, coach, all of that. You got an offensive, different pieces coming together, trying to figure out an offensive line, second year of an offensive coordinator. Things are not going to be pretty all the time. Uh, so it's okay that they lost that game. It's okay that they didn't look good. It's okay, right? I mean, what Baltimore – was on a 24 preseason game win streak. What has that gotten them? 
Nothing. When was the last Super Bowl day one? It's been quite some time. So preseason does not matter. It's not a big deal that they lost. Yes, they did not look great. But like I have been saying, it's just practice. It's okay. They'll figure stuff out um, and, you know, go from here and uh, right. learn from stuff you put on tape, learn from the different scenarios you, you saw during that game and, and work, keep working on getting better and getting ready for the regular season when games do matter. Yeah, it was kind of the perfect storm for a Bills preseason loss because you had everyone freaking out. Um Game-wise, because Spencer Brown, Deion Dawkins did not look good along with the rest of the offensive line. Um, You know, the time that Josh was in there, he looked fine. He was slinging the ball around, made a couple incredible throws um, with pressure in his face, one of which got called back because of the 12 penalties they took um, in the first half, which certainly doesn't help you. Matt Barkley turning the ball over four times not only doesn't help him for the backup quarterback job, but just doesn't help the team. And then you also had Tyrell Dotson, who is potentially your starting middle linebacker, playing all the way through the fourth quarter. Um, and then, of course, the next day you have media people like Stephen A. Smith saying that Stephon Diggs wants out of Buffalo. He don't want to be there, blah, blah, blah. Diggs obviously comes out, you know, says that's completely false. I don't know who your sources are, but I love being a Bill. And then we had Chris Broussard, the idiot that he is, you know, all NBA he talks, he wants to talk to NFL, exactly, saying that the Bills don't have a good locker room, their coaching staff and Josh Allen aren't good leaders, this, that, and the third, which caused a lot of upheaval on um, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, amongst a lot of former players such as Eric Wood. But again, Chris Broussard's an idiot and should stick to talking NBA and not the NFL. And notice that they didn't show anything of what Bucky Brooks said. Um, because he actually sometimes knows what he's talking about. But, um, yeah, it was just a shit sandwich of a week for the Bills. Like you said, though, Andrew, it's preseason. These are important reps just to see what you do and don't have. Granted, the middle linebacking is definitely getting a bit more concerning as you're closing in here on the third week. We don't know if Terrell Bernard's even going to play against the Bears, so him getting potentially zero reps in the preseason is not good. Um, Dotson going all the way into the fourth quarter. I don't know if that's McDermott and them trying to just get him reps and talking to the defense, or if he's just not playing well. Do I feel comfortable with AJ Klein being the starting middle linebacker? Not really. I mean, obviously he knows the defensive play calls better than anyone just based on his history with Sean McDermott. And now Dorian Williams is also banged up. Then we also got the news that Connor McGovern today um we don't know how long his timelines it seems like it's going to be maybe a week-to-week thing um luckily they do have Bates Bucker Edwards who they signed in the offseason to kind of be able to step in and fill that role um but I think this is definitely an important week for the Bills offense um especially even if they only play a couple series um despite it being preseason and being practice and not being a big deal like you said Andrew you're not really game planning for the Pittsburgh Steelers you're not going to be game planning for the Chicago Bears they're you're working on game plan for week one against the New York Jets and you haven't even seen Aaron Rodgers touch a football in the preseason or you know what that's going to look like so um it's hard to really like get that grasp on a preseason if you're a hardcore fan sometimes but um 
I definitely think there's a little bit of concern on the line in the middle linebacking room. Um, and Khalil Shakir also being hurt makes you wonder what's going to happen as far as the receiver room goes, if he's going to be a candidate for making roster and then next day gets put on IR. Um, Andy Isabella, again, getting some first-team looks um, this week reported from camp between Capaccio and a bunch of the other Bills media reporters. Um, coming out of the game, I think Kincaid obviously stood out as well. He looked really good. Um, but Andrew, obviously being practicing one out, what was you know your biggest concern coming out of that game and going into week one against the Jets in this third preseason game against Chicago? Is there anything you want to see between now and then? And what is your concern level, if any, depending on what you saw? Um, I don't know. I mean, offensive line did not look great by any means right i think you'd be silly to say otherwise there were i don't think it was as bad as people originally thought uh right if you go back and look there were some good things again you got um different combinations and there are guys bouncing all over the place trying to put together a cohesive unit so um i just i am very tired of overreactions to off season the I mean, the sure they didn't look great on Saturday, but again, it's the preseason. Then you got all these bullshit mainstream idiots giving their terrible opinions on stuff. You've got fans thinking that the season's over, that the windows closed, we're going to get trounced. We don't know what's going to happen, right? Like this team is still in practice mode, trying to figure out what they're going to do come week one so it just i'm just i am so ready for week one to be here so we can just be done with this and just move on right the constant bullshit conversations of should starters play should starters not play oh my god Dion missed a block here oh my god spencer brown's terrible there oh my god andy isabella oh my god like i just enough is enough like this is still a championship caliber team that had a bad day of practice on television, right? Like I bet you they've had, they've looked worse at one bills drive in the field house, but you don't see it. So no one knows the wiser, right? Like it's, it's practice. There are teams that don't play well in the preseason. It's not a big deal. I think there are still question marks and things to be figured out, but we're not going to know what it's going to look like until week one. Roster cuts come in, have to be done by Tuesday at 4 p.m. Then we'll get a better idea of, right, what the mindset is, what the thought process is for this team, uh, you know, right, the front office and, and coaches, what they want for their team. Then, okay, then we can start getting a little deeper in like, ooh, this person didn't make the team or, oh, really, you went with this guy over that guy. Then, okay, that's some tangible physical hey this is what we're going to look like into the regular season then sure start criticizing start formulating whatever but i just the the overreaction to saturday's game is so frustrating and it's so old at this point it's just like come on like the would you rather them blow their loads in the preseason game give everything they have against Pittsburgh in the second preseason game 
and then have guys get hurt and then not be ready for the first week? No. Would you rather them use all their plays and all of their schemes in the preseason and then people have, have you figured out by the fourth week of the regular season? No. It's okay that they don't look like a Super Bowl team. You don't win a Super Bowl in August 24th or whatever the hell the day is, right? Like, it's okay. Like, people just I, – I get that there's – there's been these conversations about pressure, right? Like, is there too much pressure on this team? Is there not enough pressure? I don't, I think there's, I think this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with this season, no matter what happens. I think everyone knows that. I think you add in the noise from the jets and the dolphins and people are getting nervous, right? Because we got kind of comfortable the last couple seasons of the Bills being the darlings of the league, right? Now that's not happening. Now there's a new shiny toy for the idiots at ESPN and Fox to talk and play around with. So, of course, the Bills become the punching bag, right? I think Bills fans are just so defensive of our team, rightfully so. I get it. We've all lived through shit and back that this team has you know, put us on. I, I get it. Um, but it's just like, guys preseason we don't know who's going to make this roster we don't know what they're going to look like against a real team it's not a big deal yeah there are things that you'd like to see a little more crisp right you'd like to have a better understanding of what the wide receiver room is going to look like you'd like to have a better understanding of what the offensive line is going to be made up of and right and you want to have that understanding that josh is going to be safe back there but um it's going to come with time there's still two weeks two and a half weeks until the regular season kicks off. There's time to put things in motion. There's time for guys to get a little more healthier, to get um, things under wraps and we'll see what happens as we go on. But I just, this is a very talented roster, a very talented depth chart and they're going to figure it out. They're going to put it together and they're going to be just fine. And if they don't and they're not, then we'll all lose our minds together. And I don't know what to tell you, but Josh is still our QB one. You still have digs wearing the Buffalo Bills logo, and that's all you need to know. We're going to be just fine. Yeah, it's a little different than old preseasons when we're watching uh, Jeff Tool, Kevin Cobb, <laughs> and yeah. Matt Would Castle. You, yeah. you want to go back Daniel. to that pressure? That's a pressure that we haven't had to deal with as a fan base of who's the quarterback, right? Like, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Like, we are worried about who's going to be wide receiver five. Take a second to feel how privileged that is. Because we are so concerned about wide receiver five right now. It's okay. We literally had a year a few years ago that we felt okay with going into the season with our wide receivers as Andre Holmes, <laughs> Calvin Benjamin, and Zay Jones. Like, yeah, I agree. People need to the narratives after games, especially in the preseason, can get driven. Um yeah, I mean, I would still like to know who our middle linebacker is going to be, and it seems like Brandon Bean might have some uh, figuring out to do. Who knows what his actual plan was, whether it was getting Edmonds or getting a different guy and it just fell through, or Bernard was supposed to be the guy and his injury has kind of prevented that. But um, I don't anticipate the starters playing a ton against the Bears, especially with a couple of guys mixed up. Um, I think it'll kind of just be, let's go out there, 
Let's not start the game with only 10 guys on the field. Let's not take 12 penalties and let's just look like a competent offense as starters for two drives and get off the field and, you know, let week one take care of itself. Yep. Um, Totally agree. Having said that, you got to be able to end on a high note. End the preseason on a high note. Get everyone feeling good. March down the field. Score a touchdown. Right? If you don't get a touchdown in the first series, then you trounce them back out in the second series. You make sure that all of your coaches, all of your guys feel good about what they put out on that field. Then you wrap it up. You put everyone's helmets in a box. And now we look to see roster spots 40 through 53. Is there any player... Um, or players going into the Bears game that you think have a lot to gain or lose as far as whether it's making the 53-man or just like a starting or backup role on offense or defense? Um, Yeah, on defense, I think Kyir Elam um, needs to show something uh, as far as just not getting lost in the shuffle. Right. I mean, it's the second year. Sophomore slump is a real thing. Um, Dane Jackson's looked pretty consistent. You've got Trey back for a full season. So we know he's one. Right. It's looking like Dane is going to be the number two. But after that, then it gets questionable. And, you know, the secondary has been pretty fragile the past year and a half, two years. So you want to make sure that you can have confidence in your young guy uh, in Kyrie Elam so I think it's it's going to be important for him to put a good showing on tape of like hey coach McDermott I'm here you guys drafted me for a reason I can come in and play the two role or play a three role or whatever combination defenses you want I'm still here I can I can do this role so I think that's important for him to put not only for coaches to see but for himself right is that confidence of yeah I was a high draft pick. I, you know, there was some confidence put on me from this organization. I can live up to these expectations and I am here ready to go out and make plays for this team when needed. Um, and I think that goes again for DeMar as well. Um, right. He wasn't a high draft pick, but I think all of the noise I talked about it last week, right. All the noise around him and all of this, he's got to be able to show that he can still ball. He can still play. Um, and he deserves to be on this roster. Um, so definitely be interested to kind of see what he can do as well. Um, because right with Taylor Rapp and you've got Poyer and Hyde healthy again, it's, it's pretty crowded in those, in that secondary. So where is he going to kind of forge, uh, his roster spot, uh, on this team? And then offense, it's the wide receivers again, right? It's that never-ending battle of who's going to be five, who's going to be six, who's going to, you know, get that special teams ticket in, who's uh, who's going to kind of shine and and be a, a, a sleeper or a golden boy for Josh. Uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see, right, with the whole Andy and Andy Isabella thing and um, Shakir and and what that bottom part is going to look like. Yeah, and I think what you're also going to see is in the Shakir situation, I know he was battling an injury. It seemed like it was, I believe it was a rib injury. You could easily see a lot of those moves that you typically see of, you know, Reed Ferguson, guys that you're like, wait, why are the Bills cutting that guy? And it's yeah. like, no, you're going and standing in the Bills street. We're making this guy on the roster, and then they're getting placed on IR right. so we can bring them back. We'll, you, you'll, we'll see what happens between – 
you know, Shakir, you know, Shorter's another guy who had a couple good preseason games, um, has a big body. We'll see what happens there. Um, for me, I'm looking at a couple of the new additions that the Bills brought in over the last week. Um, Deshaun White, the linebacker, kind of just interested to see how he, you know, fits out there. He's kind of known for being a more pass coverage type guy um, at the middle linebacking spot. Just see if he can go out there and make some plays at all. Just even just push a guy like Dotson or if Bernard can even get some snaps hopefully this week. And then Ty Johnson was actually a pretty interesting signing, I thought, by the Bills. He kind of signifies that Naheem Hines role from the seat of he's just a really, really fast back. going to contribute out of the backfield. We haven't seen Damian Harris yet because of the injuries. Um, and Latavius Murray, I feel like, has done everything in both preseason and during training camp that he's going to make this roster. Um, so I'm interested to see what Ty Johnson does as far as hey, are we going to keep this guy on our practice squad, you know, pending on injuries? Is this going to be a guy that can come in and take some workload off Cook if need be? Um, and just see what he can do from a special teams perspective as well. Um, and obviously, he used to play for the Jets, so any inside information he can give, even if it's a little bit of a new team, um, would be great. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a lot of the – it's cornerback, it's middle linebacker, it's the depth guys that you're looking at. Um, from the most part, all the other positions are pretty set in stone. And the biggest thing that you're looking forward to out of the Bears game is just health. You want everyone right. coming out healthy. Mm-hmm. You want to look decent, like you said, end on a high note, Andrew, and just be ready for week one. I mean, obviously, you don't want to go out there and look like shit. But again, it's the preseason. If Josh and the offense and starting defense plays two series each, they look good. They score and then the Bears pound us like 35 nothing or 35-7. Who cares? Right. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be interesting, like you said, on cut day next week. We'll have a little bit more um, to discuss. And for now, for the next week, just stay off of Twitter and listening to <laughs> dumb, dumb people on uh, national media. Unless Dan Orlowski talks, because he actually usually gives some insightful stuff. He actually did like a three minute breakdown of Dalton Kincaid yesterday on NFL live. That was actually pretty um, useful. It's just talking about how the bills are going to run 12 personnel and what he allows them to do. Um, so unless it's someone like that, don't listen to anybody. Makes sense to me. Um, I mean, you don't even have to listen to us. Who knows if we know what we're talking about, but yeah, no, this, this Saturday going to Chicago, have a nice crisp drive, on both sides of the ball, right? Do the small things right. Ease up on the penalties. Ease up on uh, small mistakes. Look like a cohesive team. Get feel good going into you know the end of the preseason. Get out of there, like you said. Stay healthy. Um, we're at the end of of training camp. End of the preseason. Guys are banged up. Bangs are hurt. You guys are hurt. It. it it happens. It sucks. I mean, that's what happens, right? When you play a, a physical sport like this for a living. So um, yeah, do what you can to, to just get out of Chicago alive and um, start looking at tape for, for the jets. You got, you know, two weeks then to, to get ready. And by, you know, Tuesday at four, we'll have a better understanding of who made the team, who has the confidence, who doesn't. Right. You'll have, like you mentioned, there's going to have some guys that, um, are going to get cut a check and say, Hey, just wait in the parking lot. 
we'll open the doors back up at 401 and we'll get you back on the roster. It's going to happen. So right by, by Wednesday, we'll have a real good idea of, of what the roster is going to look like. I don't really see this team picking anyone up on waivers or anything. Um, one, I don't think we need it. I think there's enough talent in this organization now to fill out the depth chart. Um, and I, I mean, our waiver claim spot is pretty low, so I don't know if we'd really get anyone who's worth getting anyway. So um, I think the people who are in the building now are going to carry this team into the regular season. And I think it's going to be a successful season. I mean, look, remember last year when we said, oh, my God, the AFC West is going to destroy the league. They're going to be incredible. Everyone's so built up. How'd that work out for them? They were a joke. The entire division was a joke besides the Chiefs, right? So I've got a really good feeling. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. Who knows? I've got a good feeling that the AFC West is going to be the new AFC or the AFC East is going to be the new AFC West with us being, you know, like the Chiefs standing on top of everyone. I just, I think Miami's going to implode. I don't think they've done the right things to build a firm, talented team throughout that can take them through it, right? I think they'll fizzle out fast. I think the Jets are trying very hard to put together a talented team, and maybe in a couple of years they will be, but I just this year I don't see that happening. I don't see Aaron Rodgers being the, the savior for them. They've got a lot of holes and a lot of question marks that people aren't talking about. They've got an offensive line that is terrible. Their defense is shaky. If you know, if they can stay healthy, sure, they'll be really pretty good. They had a good defense last year, but I just, I'm not afraid of them. And then you get, I don't know, the idiots in New England in the corner. So I just think we need to get to that week one, get through the waiting and the anguish and just the long, right? Like Bills fan, I get it. Bills fans have a bad taste in their mouth with how the season ended, right? It's been season after season of heartbreak and frustration. And it's just, it doesn't, it's not getting easier for us. So I get it. I understand it. I'm right there with you, but to turn on the team because they had a bad day at practice in Pittsburgh is just out of line and unnecessary and not good for anyone's mental health. So take a deep breath. The bills are going to be fine. They're going to win games. They're going to make the playoffs and we'll see what happens in January. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll say it and we'll cry together, but I don't see that happening. Exactly. It's all about just getting to the playoffs. We're a few weeks away finally from regular season football once again, Monday night in front of everybody with a chance to really put the Jets on notice and the league back on notice again. That's That's what goes into it too. It's the Bills could go out and do exactly what they did last year, the Rams, and then all of a sudden no one's saying shit about the Bills again of, oh, you know, the Jets and Dolphins are worried about that. It's Oh, maybe did, did we overhype the Jets? Did we overhype? Yeah. Like it, it can all change on a week to week basis. And that's why we love sports and why everyone freaks out all the time. Right. Well, and even from like an X's and O's standpoint about this team, we don't really know what we're going to see from them. Right. Because in preseason, again, this is the year for Ken Dorsey. Yeah. We, we've kind of got a hint that we're going to see a lot of 12 um, personnel, right. With, the two tight ends and some slot run. We get that. We've gotten a little taste of that can understand that it's a fun new offense that we're going to run and and we're going to play with, but right. Like you don't know how James cook in this wide uh, running back room is going to be used. We don't know 
because we haven't seen much of it. They're not going to give that away in the preseason. So what you're seeing in the preseason isn't even going to really be much to judge them on. You can't use last year's tape because again, they've got different players. They've got a, another year under this young offensive coordinators belt that things are going to be different on a defensive side. This roster didn't look like this last year. You had so many guys hurt. You had band-aids all over the place on the players and on the depth chart that that was totally different. Now you got Sean McDermott running the Sean McDermott running the defense. So again, he's given us hints and pieces of what maybe he wants to run with. Right. We saw against the Colts, they were very aggressive with uh, safety blitzes and corner blitzes and, and kind of confusing uh, Anthony Richardson and, and quarterbacks uh, with coverage there, but not a lot to go off of. So you can't even judge this team from an X's and O's standpoint because it's all just been practiced. They're not going to show their cards this early. So it's all speculation. We're bored. We're anxious. I get it just calm down and wait for september absolutely uh that's pretty much gonna do it for today's episode everyone have a great rest of their week watch the bills on saturday we'll be back next week with 53 man roster breaking down a little bit more before the jets game um and see if the bills make any sort of move maybe in the trade department who knows with brandon bean so um, and maybe we'll be uh, picking a different team to root for because the season's going to be over by then. Exactly. Um, and Brandon Bean, if you didn't give a listen to, he was on part of my take yesterday. So we'll give that a listen if you want some funny laughs and some other just Bill's content in general. But appreciate everyone for tuning in each and every week. Give us a follow on our socials in our link tree in the description. This has been the Buffalo Oil Podcast, Buffalo's favorite sports channel. Connection, Allen and Diggs. No one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills.